0: You're listening to Pros Like Us, brought to you by NFL Draft Blitz. And now, without any further ado, here's Alex and Lou. That's right, gang. We are back and better than last week, we hope. Uh, we have a special guest here today. He's the all-everything first-team All-American, pretty much every list out there. John Mackey Award winner. Uh, he's your tight end number one in the draft, pride of Fort Morgan, Colorado, the Colorado State number 85, Trey McBride. Trey, how you doing today?
1: Doing well, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is awesome.
0: All right. I forgot to mention the Rams and Ram Nation. Don't want to do that. So, uh, Alex, why don't you jump on in?
2: Well, Trey, you're fresh off the Pro Day performance. So obviously, at the scouting combine, you didn't do the running events like the three cone, the shuttle, and the, and the 40 time. So why don't you tell our listeners, what's your official height, weight from the Pro Day? Has it changed from the combine? And what's your 40 time?
1: Yeah, uh, height, weight, none of that changed from the, uh, from the combine. I think I was a few pounds wider at the Pro Day. I think I weighed in at 247. I think I was 248 at the combine. So nothing really changed um, from then and now. But yeah, really just had to get that, that running part out of it. We wanted to run the 40. Um, that's what I did at the Pro Day. Um, ran the 40. I thought I ran a really good time. Um, it was like a four, five, four, four, five, six. I've kind of heard both numbers, but right kind of in that general area. So very happy with that. And, uh, you know, now just uh, on to the next part, just kind of waiting for the drift now.
2: Did you expect to run that fast? I mean, usually during training, you train for the starts. You know, the ten-yard split. Uh, the guys that are usually putting you through the running drills—they don't let you know what your times are. Did you actually have an idea of what you might run, or did you have a goal in mind?
1: No, I—I I was confident. I knew I was going to run that. I've been preparing for this. I've been. Working for this moment, really, the, the last couple months, really training for this forty, and I, I knew I was going to run a good time. I knew I was going to run, you know, sub-six. Very happy with that, and I just kind of had to go out there and do it.
2: So you didn't run the three-cone and the shuttle, like I mentioned earlier, at the combine. What were your times there? What, what did you overhear from the scouts? What did your agent see on the clock?
1: I actually didn't run those um, as well at the pro day either. So truthfully, don't have a time for that besides, like, what I was doing at training and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's, that's something I didn't do at the Pro Day.
2: So, obviously, those guys got you ready for the Pro Day. Who are those guys? Where were you uh, training for the Combine and the Pro Day? I was down in Phoenix, Arizona,
1: um, and I was training at Exos there with uh, John Barlow and, and Nick Hill. Um, really good guys, really great training facility, and, and really had a great time down there in, in Arizona. And then now I just got back to Colorado for Pro Day.
2: What has been the biggest thing that you've taken away from your training for the NFL draft while you were there in Phoenix?
1: Um, I really just kind of honed in on the the little details and and really focused in on on all the little things because um, the little things is what was going to make that, you know, a hundredth of a little bit faster than what it was. So really just focusing on those details and trying to get, do everything as, as good as you can to shape those numbers down.
0: So, Trey, I mean, obviously a big part of this uh, process is the scouting combine and people see that. I mean, it's on TV now. So we see all the on-field drills, the 40, all all that stuff. I want you to maybe take us behind the curtain a little bit because we don't hear a lot of the specifics. So maybe take us through the day off the field, maybe team meetings, medicals, just kind of what, what a typical day would be for
1: you there. You know, they they did have a lot of meetings. So, you know, you usually start your morning with with some kind of orientation, whether that was, you know, maybe a former NFL legends talking, the NFL PA is giving you their talk. You're meeting these different people involved with the team, different meetings in the morning. Then you'd kind of have like a, you know, maybe you'd have like an x ray or something. You'd have to go go to the hospital, get x-rayed. That was kind of the part that wasn't the most fun is the whole sitting around at the hospital waiting to get x-rayed and MRIs because they do every single part of your body. And then uh, besides that, there was informal interviews where pretty much an informal interview, you kind of just, everyone's in a room and teams just kind of grab you. They're like, oh, hey, Trey, come with me and let's talk. And then you chat with them for 15 minutes and then you go back in and then another team will grab you. So it's kind of just random. You don't know who you're going to talk to. Um, so they do that, uh, for a couple hours. And then, you know, then there's the formal interviews where you have a time, you're, you're meeting with the head coach, general manager, all that stuff. Very long, busy days. You know, you're usually out till, you're usually busy until like midnight and then you're up at, you know, five or six in the morning the next day. Which is crazy because you're there
0: to, I guess, uh, perform at your, at your peak. Did you take anything from those legends or what, what did you learn that maybe you weren't expecting from that
1: week? yeah I think you just really learn how many resources you have you know on your football team, like there's so many people that work there and are responsible, you know their job is solely responsible to help you do better, so you kind of have all these things that I guess I didn't really realize that that teams provided for their their players and things like that, so that was a lot of things I learned, and just kind of talking to these NFL guys and trying to pick their brains a little bit and take uh, advice is, is something that I really enjoy
0: was there anything specific you can recall that really stuck with you
1: i think just like they were kind of just saying just do kind of everything to make your body you know you can play as long as your body will let you so take care of your body as much as you can is kind of a, a common theme I, I i kept getting
0: all right now also in this preparation process you know by all accounts you had a great week in mobile Right, you had pros coaching you at the senior bowl. What differences did you see in terms of just the the coaching from the professionals versus perhaps what you had in Colorado state?
1: Oh, I'm um, really not a ton different um very similar um obviously, these guys maybe are a little bit older or coached a little bit longer, but besides that, they teach a lot of the same things, a lot of the same terminology, a lot of the same plays, all that stuff is very similar I really uh just kind of learn maybe different terminology maybe the way they teach it is maybe a little bit different than the way my coach taught it so that was very cool it kind of it's the same play but maybe they teach it a little bit different so you can kind of see two different ways to do it things like that so i really enjoyed having that staff there and they uh taught us a lot
0: Okay, now over the years, your position, tight end, has kind of evolved. You know, in a lot of cases, it's a big slot receiver. Uh, in some offenses, it's more of a move or H-back type role. Where do you see it going, and what's your fit?
1: Yeah, no, the the tight end is such a unique position, but but truthfully, you know, I see my fit as a, really a complete guy that can really do a, a lot of both. You know, I could be an asset in the— a guy that can really help your team and, you know, move defensive ends, things like that, and can also, you know, go make plays in the, and catch the ball and things like that. So I see myself as kind of a utility knife that can kind of do a lot of different things.
0: Now, as as far as the, the money is concerned, we're seeing wide receivers getting paid a ton of money, whereas the tight end position has kind of been left behind. I mean, we've seen, you know, George Kittle get a decent contract, uh, Travis Kelsey and some others. But still, it's about half of what the top of the
1: receivers are getting paid.
0: Any chance, you know, we can see your position change just to take advantage of that?
1: Yeah, no, I think uh, you know a lot of these guys are really changing their position. But I think here in the next, you know, a couple years, that'll that'll happen. There'll be some changes like that. But
2: yeah, you just need, uh, you know, that that one guy to
1: to strike through and, and get that change, and then it kind of just uh, the domino effect.
2: You've been at the Senior Bowl. You've been at the Scouting Combine. You were at the Pro Day where a lot of uh, scouts were at and GMs and personnel people. So you've talked to a lot of NFL teams. Have you bonded with anyone? I mean, as far as having, like, uh, really good conversations, probably a lot of teams have followed up with you. Did you get, like, a sense that some team is showing more interest than others?
1: Not necessarily showing more interest, but definitely, you know, get along with some tight end coaches maybe a little bit better or some uh, offensive coordinators, whatever the case may be. But, honestly, I've had great interactions with everybody uh, that I've talked to. I haven't really had any, like, bad vibes or anything from anybody. So they've all been uh, really good. I've uh, really enjoyed, you know, meeting these guys and getting to know them and and seeing how they teach and and seeing, you know, um, different ways to, to learn and things like that. It's been really interesting.
2: They ask you a lot of questions about your family, your upbringing, you know, your mom, your dad, your brothers. I mean, they pick and probe you. Did you get any tough questions at the scouting combine that you were kind of shocked by?
1: Um, no, I was actually very fortunate that I didn't have any like crazy, crazy questions or anything like that. All mine were pretty straightforward about football, about me, whatever it is. But nothing, uh, no curveballs. It was, uh, it was all pretty straightforward.
2: You were born and raised in Colorado, correct?
1: Yeah. I was born in Greeley, which is like 45 minutes from Fort Morgan.
2: Would it be cool to play for somebody like the Denver Broncos? I mean, they traded Noah Fant, so a a local boy, you know, going out there and and playing for the local team. Did you cheer for the Broncos growing up?
1: Being from Colorado, being a born and raised Colorado guy, of course, uh, you know, always uh, cheered for the Broncos, wanted them to, to do good because, those were the games that I could really attend, um, so really enjoyed watching them. But yeah, you know, being that hometown guy would be would be awesome. But really, just need an opportunity anywhere, and, and uh, just need someone to take a chance on me.
2: Who do you try to mold your game after? I mean, obviously, there are a lot of great tight ends in the game. Who do you like to watch on Sundays?
1: Like you said, there's so many great tight ends, but you know, I think guys like you know George Kittle and, and Travis Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews, those guys that you can watch and really do a lot and do a really good job at what they do so um i really enjoyed watching those guys and and seeing uh you know how they do and and what they do and try to take different things from them and use it in my game
2: obviously as a senior you broke out i mean you got more receptions coming your way what was the result of that and i mean what was the result of that explosion
1: I think uh, it's just my coaches believing in me, uh, my teammates trusting, and, and really my coaches putting me in, in position to, to be successful. And, and really, I think uh, just proving uh,
2: that I that I was
1: consistently make the play really helped. So uh, they just had trusted me, had faith and belief that I was going to make the play, and they just kept coming back to me.
2: All right, you got to tell us your story because, I mean, a lot of people grow up in the in a certain state, but they move away. They, they go to a different university in another state. You decided to stay close to home. Why did you uh, choose Colorado State coming out of high school?
1: Yeah. You know, there's so many great places to go and so many things to do, but, but really uh, I had so many opportunities to go anywhere, but loved Colorado State. My brother played there. He's two years older than me. So he was already there playing. Um, I loved the school. I loved Really, everything about Fort Collins. I believed in the coaching staff. I really felt like home to me. I really, you know, considered other schools, considering leaving the the state as well, and ultimately just fell in love with Colorado State, and that's where I wanted to be. So I I decided to do that.
2: Who else did you consider? What other schools were in the in your final three?
1: You know, Colorado as well. You know, and then Kansas State and and Cal Berkeley were all schools that I uh, looked at as well. Oh, Alex! So there he, you
2: go. He ditched <laughs> us. I mean, that's it. Would have been great if yeah, he would have come there. Maybe he would win a, a few more games out there. Why did you, you know, decide to uh, pass on the Pac-12 schools?
1: Honestly, just felt more at home at Colorado State. Felt better to me, and, and everything about it. Um, just seen more at home when I went to Fort Collins, so that's what I decided to do. I, I decided to go to Colorado State, didn't look back, and really loved my decision.
2: Trey, obviously winning the, the John Mackey Award is is a huge honor, and that's exactly what you did this season as a senior. What was the feeling when you walked away with the award?
1: Yeah, that was something that was very special, something that I really loved and enjoyed and, and something I'm very thankful for, but I was just a speechless. I was so excited and, and grateful that I had won that award. It, it just means so much to me to, to bring that award back to, to Colorado State and, and Fort Morgan and, and things like that. It's very special.
2: What do you mean bring it back? I don't think they've ever won that award as far as tight ends go, right? Yeah, Am no, I correct about that? Uh,
1: not, not bring it back, but just bring that, you know, bring an award, big time award like that to a, a school like that is just special.
2: It's always good to come out on top. You put a stamp on on that school.
1: Yeah, no no doubt. Yeah, it's very special and something that um I'm just grateful I was able to, to you know bring that that year that to Fort Collins. So Trey, where is the trophy right now? Oh uh, yeah, so it's it's back home in Fort Morgan. I have it um uh, I have it with uh my parents. It's at it's at their house, but the school also has one which is pretty cool, but I have one of on my own there in Fort Morgan.
0: Well, that's cool. It's probably full display in the family home. Very cool. Uh, you sound like a pretty humble dude, but given all the accolades, I mean, like I said, Alex, you know, you kind of break out this year. All the draft talk, as far as tight ends go, is you're right at the top of the list. How do you stay grounded? How do you uh, keep that grind mentality?
1: Um, I think it's just kind of being where I'm from, being from Fort Morgan, kind of having that chip on my shoulder. It's always just kind of been what we've had to do. You know, I think you keep your head down, you work hard, and and good things will happen to you. So. Uh, you got to continually do that. That's kind of what it was for me, I think, just really, uh, you know, continuing to to get better every day and, and, you know, never really settle.
0: Okay, now one stat, even though you you broke out, you did all these wonderful things, the one stat that just – it's still kind of shocking to me is that you only had one TD reception all year. Why do you think that was? I mean, if you watch the
1: film, pretty evident that we were a uh, run-heavy team. We uh, were hitting the ball probably 70% of the time. Really, when we got into the red zone, that's what we did. We went in 13 personnel, and we would run power. We'd run tight zone. We'd do all that, um, and that's what we did. So we really didn't throw the football uh, once we got in the red zone. That's really the reason behind it. You watch the film, That's yeah, it's every game. It, it didn't change. So never really complained, never really had an issue with that. As long as we were scoring touchdowns, it didn't really matter to me.
0: But coach, come on, give give the guy a little love. <laughs> give, give him an opportunity down there. You <laughs> yeah, did have yeah. at the at the end of the season a 69-yard touchdown on a fake punt play. Take us through that
1: play and how it all came about. Yeah, so we uh, we had a fake punt in. That was something that we worked on all year. We called it probably you know five times all year, but you could only run it against a certain look. It had to be the right amount of numbers and that, you know, had to be a certain look that you can run it against. So anyways, we'd always call it, but we'd always have to check out of it because it wasn't the look we wanted to run it against. So we finally called it the last game, and it was the, finally the perfect look that we were looking for, and we ran it, and it just was as perfect as you could have drew it up. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, just a nice little last career play ever as a Colorado State Ram. So uh, that was very special and, uh, you know, a good one to end it on.
0: Now, my apologies. I didn't I didn't see the play, you know, truth be told. So
1: was it a pass? Was it a, like an end around? No, I, I, uh, I was I'm like kind of in the shield there um, and it was just a direct snap to me. And we were just kind of like a sweep on the left side. And then really, it was just one on one with me and the returner. And then I sniffed on the returner, scored a touchdown. It was kind of a neat little last play.
2: So during the combine, Trey, you showed off your athleticism, you know, in the vert, in the broad, showed your strength on the bench. You ran a fast time at the pro day and, you know, a four or five, but those are testing numbers. That's not football. What would you say is your biggest strength as a football player?
1: I think that I'm a really, I'm a complete tight end, a guy that really does it all. But most of all, I'm a a playmaker, a guy that you throw the ball to, he's going to probably come down with it. Uh, So that's just, Exactly. I'm just a competitor and and things like that. But most of all, I'm a complete tight end.
2: What do you think is the biggest physical attribute that people overlook when it comes to your game? What do they not give you enough credit for?
1: You know, just being a a true tight end, a guy who plays in line um, consistently, a guy who, you know, gets open uh, in line and not a guy who's split out. Uh, So I'm really, you know, one of those true tight ends that that really does it all and, and not just one or the other. I think is something that I, I really, you know, maybe don't get enough credit for as uh, as much as I should.
0: So you played basketball and baseball in high school. Pretty good basketball player. We're March Madness. We're down to the Final Four. Uh, who do you got?
1: You know, I think, uh, you know, Villanova, I think, is uh, the last team that I kind of had going this far. Um, honestly, they've just been who I've been watching uh, lately, just trying to get them to the, to the championship. I think they'll win it all. Now, how would you describe your game when you played? In basketball, no. I was just kind of the guy who who kind of tried to get open and then would score. So I I was our all-time leading scorer. So I really played the big man. I'd play down low, but then uh, I'd usually end up drifting out to the three-point line trying to get a couple shots up. But uh, I I shot the three-ball well, so it worked worked good.
2: So what is this, like a a Kevin Love type of game, inside and out? I mean, a little bit smaller than Kevin Love, but still
1: yeah no exactly
0: all right, Trey. Well, nobody does this alone right i mean everybody 's family plays an important part. How did your parents contribute to who you are today?
1: I think you know my parents first of all, they did a, a tremendous job of of raising me and my my siblings. They really did. They were very supportive loving and, and caring and and really uh would do anything for any of us. So I'm very grateful that, that they've, you know, been able to be by my side and, and things like that. But yeah, they've been very supportive. I, I give thanks to them all the time for that. Okay. And you had, there was
0: five kids in the house. You mentioned one of your brothers played at Colorado state. Any other athletes?
1: Yeah. So there's five kids, four boys, one girl. So my oldest brother, he was, in, he joined the military Navy, Toby, you know, he was the one who played at Colorado State with me. He was a, you know, three-time state champion wrestler in high school. Played at Colorado State with me. Then me, I'm the, the next youngest. And then I have a twin brother who was a state champion wrestler in high school and then an all-American wrestler in college. Um, and then my little sister doesn't doesn't play sports.
0: All right, so there's some some competition in there. Uh, yeah, they Okay, so I would imagine. Did you wrestle at all? I mean, I mean, I didn't see it like in your bio, but was it something that you did as a kid? Yeah, I did all the way
1: up until high school. But then obviously, you know, uh, as having brothers, we we wrestled plenty enough. So I I definitely had enough practice with them at the house that I think I was pretty good.
0: Now, you were raised in a two mom household. How does that contribute, I guess, to your humility or your maturity? Is, is there, I guess, I'm just trying to get some sense as to maybe some of the advantages that that could present.
1: It's really just normal for me. I mean, it's just how I was raised. That's, that's what's normal to me. So just um, being raised by them I, like I said they did a great job but truthfully it's just normal to me it's it's what I've all I've ever known um so I really don't know any different I'm grateful that that they were there and, and they're very supportive like I said
0: now I did see a quote on I I believe it was your Twitter account and I think you posted directly, how you do anything is how you do everything, which is pretty profound. I was just curious, Trey, is there like a specific example that you could point to that where you kind of personify that?
1: That quote comes from uh, my tight ends coach. He, uh, he would say that all the time because he really stressed, you know, doing uh, the little things in life, whether that's making your bed or, you know, going to being on time, you know, just all the little things uh, doing that is, is very important. And then that makes the bigger things easier and things like that. So he really stressed that and just constantly doing the little things right. So that's where I get that quote from. And, and uh, I credit that to him.
0: Well, I tell you what, Trey, it's been a joy having you on the show, uh, taking some time to tell us your story uh give you an opportunity here if you'd like to give out your social media handles, if you'd like to shout anybody or anything out, there you go.
1: Yeah, no, I just want to say thanks to all my coaches and, and my family and things like that. It's been uh such a fun journey. But yeah, I guess if you guys want to follow me on, on socials, my, my Instagram is at Trey McBride and my uh my Twitter's at MCB So pretty easy. But uh yeah, thank you guys for having me on. This was great. So I'm very excited. Trey, we're
0: excited for you and to see where you go in the draft, and uh, hopefully we can do this again after you're on a team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Take care and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
0: All right, very good. For Alex and Trey, I'm Lou on the way out. Peace!